it's time to join Montana's very own and your voice for agriculture, Talkin' Ag Lane Nordland, for today's LaneCast. Hello everyone and welcome back and my oh my what the steer calf market is doing this summer. It's very impressive. We're seeing prices 20 to $25 higher. But are the prices that high for heifers? That will be one of the topics that we are discussing here today. We have a lineup of guests that include Ty Thompson, former world champion livestock auctioneer with Northern Livestock Video Auction. He'll share more on last week's video auction and how that trend is going out across the countryside for current and fall delivery steer calves and heifers. We will also hear from the Executive Director of the Montana Beef Council, Shaylee Harney. The Beef Council is working to help get beef to those impacted by the devastating flooding around the Yellowstone River and its tributaries. The Beef Council is helping feed and restock beef in people's freezers, along with helping power and feed those volunteers working so hard to rebuild rural communities. We'll be back with our conversations, but first a message from AgRisk Advisors. AgRisk Advisors here with a tip for utilizing livestock risk protection insurance. Independent research has identified early spring as the market high for lightweight calves. Producers who use LRP rest assured that declines in market price won't affect their bottom line. Only with LRP can ranchers lock in a price with no payment for coverage until after delivery. To view handy videos about LRP or to receive daily LRP rates, visit LRPAdvisors.com. That's LRPAdvisors.com. Well, as the summertime continues to roll along, cattle producers across the nation are eager to see what the calf market will be here in 2022. And we're getting a big test of what that market will be as the Northern Livestock Video Auctions early summer special just wrapped up in Billings, Montana. And the market is very, very strong. And joining us is former world champion livestock auctioneer with Northern Livestock Video Auction, Mr. Ty Thompson. Uh, Ty, I tell you what, uh, how was the atmosphere there at Billings Livestock Commission for the video sale here today? You know, we had a real good sale compared to last year. Our numbers were about the same. It's been hard for people to make decisions on these early sales uh, due to, you know, the wild swings and the weather. Uh, but we ended up with 14,000 cattle. The calf market, I'd say, was 20 to $25 a hundred higher on the big steers. Uh, and then the lighter cattle were sure higher than they were last year. We had lots of demand, uh, both in the seats and on the internet. The Canadian demand was real strong on the uh, a big uh, big steer cast. There is a big spread between these steers and heifers, a lot bigger spread than we're used to. Part of that is due to the cost of gain. And part of it is, I think, as we go through the summer, we'll see those two prices come together, whether it be the heifers get higher or the steers get cheaper. But that spread should narrow because our spread was too big between the steers and the heifers on the big uh, calves today. The yearling trade was outstanding. We had people bidding from all over on the yearlings and, and just a super yearling market on all weights. The big yearlings sell just as good as the light yearlings. Now, when we look at that spread, uh, just from uh, me tuning in from Central Montana, are we seeing about a 15 to 20 cent spread on those heifers, Ty, or, or is a little, it, what, what, what is your opinion on that? Well, on the light cattle, it was 20, but you got into them big cattle, it was over 20. And historically, it's, you know, 12 at the most. And, and, and like I say, part of it is because of the cost of gain and conversion, but uh, a, a 
a big part of it is I think we're going to see that spread narrow, whether it be the steers cheaping up or the heifers get higher, uh, we'll see as we go forward. Well, again, I would just like to give a, a live mention to our sponsors of today's uh, market uh, cast. Uh, we'd like to thank Montana Livestock Ag Credit uh, for uh, bringing you this report. For more, visit ag-credit.com. Again, Mr. Ty Thompson joins us. They just wrapped up uh, the early summer special for the Northern Livestock Video Auction. And Ty, just uh, watching so many producers that I personally know from here in central Montana, we saw some outstanding uh, prices. Uh, the Dvorak Ranch out there in central Montana, 100 51 head of outstanding black angus uh, steers and, and they are about genetics uh, the dvoraks are 780 weight they brought a dollar 94 50 uh and, and i believe that was the first time they've been on northern so i mean that's just one instance of these uh prices being being very good here in the early part of 2022 what do you think some of those prices uh, were looking like uh, let's compare those lighter weight and then uh the heavier weights and depending on what uh, current delivery was actually doing very well as in addition yeah as you got into the fall calves you know historically the lightweight calves get a little bit higher as we go on through the summer season big calves sell good early and they'll stay the same uh, through the summer historically there was a lot of demand on the big calves especially the ones that come early that they can get to an early fat market there in april or something uh, and as i mentioned before the the bigger cattle are bringing just about as much per hunter just because of the high cost of gain uh, that we're looking at but uh, there's strong demand on all classes, and I think you'll see light calves get higher as we go forward. we're back we had a little bit of uh technical difficulty roll america and uh, wi-fi and internet uh sometimes we'll let a guy down but you know what we're on the phone line now and ty thompson is back with us and uh before uh the internet let us down i was asking ty about uh the impressive sale that took place yesterday <clears throat> at the public auction yards in billings montana uh the trend for those pairs anywhere from 1800 to 2300 on average but a very impressive lot of two-year-olds with pretty big calves at their side and they've been exposed uh, $3,450. Uh, Ty, I guess the, the question that everyone in the countryside is asking is, uh, did the moisture uh, really get people pumped up and fired up to, to buy some more pears? Did these go out of state? Why is the pear market so strong uh, there in Billings uh, this week? Well, it's a pretty simple answer. Rain is a good thing. But uh, what last week we had a big pair sale, nearly a thousand pairs, and we had some real strong market of uh, 2,500 to 2,700 on all the good young pairs. We had old pairs up to 2,000. And then this week we did have that one extreme top of 3,450, but the bulk of the young trade was again in that 23 to 2,500 money. But Moreover, we had solid mouth pairs up to 24 and a quarter, broken mouth pairs up to 1900. So there's a lot of demand and it's deep. And, and the main reason for that is we've got all this rain and I don't think people quite realize, I mean, I'm sure the rancher does, it's on the ranch, but we are so understocked in a large portion of Montana and South Dakota, you know, from last year aborting heifers and then last year, all the open cows and then selling all the late calvers and just we're, we're very understocked and then of course the market looks promising and the cheapest gain you possibly have is grass and obviously folks are being optimistic that this uh, moisture will uh, continue over the the next uh, few months because yes i mean we've lost a large portion uh, of montana's cattle herd 
as has many uh, Western states, uh, that their their herd size has been reduced. Uh, I, I guess what 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 are you foreseeing? Obviously, I know you're in the auction business and you want to see those prices as high as possible for your sellers and uh, and for the auction market itself. But what can we expect to, to see possibly for this pair market uh, come fall time, or just what bred cows may bring? What what are some of those uh, experts in the livestock industry? As you are, uh, what's kind of the talk there at uh, the the hit the spot cafe every morning well i think there, there's so many variables at play right now but the first one i mentioned is we're so terribly understocked in the western u.s if we can grow feed and we can get quite a bit of feed around us i think we're in five six years of a pretty good run on this feeder market and this fat cattle market uh barring a, a big wreck in the economy but the biggest problem we have going forward is you can't predict your expenses let alone a year out you can't predict them a month out they change so fast and as ranchers know and feeders know these expenses are, are just outpacing the revenue and so that has to change if we can get that back in check and then and, and they do get it back in check you'll see these bread cows with high demand these bread heifers with high demand the other thing is you know if if, if a rancher has feed around we're going to see way more heifer calves be kept back this year and that's going to be less calves on the market also so we're definitely right in the crux of a big rebuild if mother nature and the government will cooperate a little bit well and just with uh, especially we were talking about the spread on those heifer calves from the steers in today's sale and, and going forward i think more guys may hold on to those heifers as they rebuild their herds and, and maybe looking at what uh, what they could get this fall or, or holding on to them a, a little further along the way as well but uh, ty I, I know it's a busy day there and, and we've been battling uh, uh uh technology to to get this interview done but uh the the upcoming summertime uh, classic consignment deadline. That's going to be June 28th. Uh, uh, maybe just give a shout out to folks uh, uh, as a reminder to reach out to their uh, Northern Livestock video reps and uh, trying to get that uh, deadline uh, of, of the consignment on their mind. Yeah, the summertime classics always our biggest sale of the year. Um, we'll have buyers from all over the nation, Canada. It's a big event here in Billings. It's usually a three-day sale. Uh, we get the paper deadline in here on the 28th, which is right away, just here next week. But we can do the filming anytime after the 4th of July. Uh, but it'll be a great sale to be part of. It always is. It's always a fun time here in Billings and, and a big event for the cattle industry. And uh, do get that contract in here by the middle of this coming week. And Ty, I guess there, there's a lot of folks watching uh, watching today's sale, and uh, they're a little uneasy about all that uncertainty with drought, uh, uh, or if rain comes and whatnot. I guess what 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 are some uh, uh, some encouraging words that you have uh, for producers that uh, are considering uh, uh, consigning to that Northern Livestock video sales here this summer and fall? Uh, just words of encouragement as as we look at the situation and the the hand we have dealt right now. It, it's a big gamble here this summer no doubt yeah and honestly uh, like from billings east uh i think we're probably in way better shape than we were last year and it's going to be easy to make decisions to get to your normal delivery time and such because we've been blessed with so much rain east but like you get up by our feed yard in shoto they're in terrible drought and i know the high line's a little tough but uh the one thing we have going for us is these calves continue to get higher uh, there's big demand from the feeding sector, but we really have to keep an eye on these expenses because that'll affect the feeding sector as well as the ranch too. But uh, looking forward to quite a bit of activity, the most resilient sector 
in the cattle business in my mind and always has been is the, is the cattle feeders. And if they see where they can make a penny, they'll give a lot to the rancher. It trickles down fast. So I look for that to come here for July and August. Well, let's cross our fingers that uh, all this momentum keeps going, that moisture comes uh, where it's needed. And uh, again, uh, just a reminder, uh, next week, June 28th, is that deadline for the Summertime Classic consignment there for Northern Livestock Video Auction. Again, Mr. Ty Thompson, thank you for joining us today. Any last thoughts before I let you get back to uh, hitting Hits the Spot Cafe? Um, the only thing I would say, Lane, is these prices are, are real good, and I, and I totally understand the ranch needs them and the way these expenses are, but we could hit a, a top side of these prices unless these expenses do come down, but we're in a five-year cycle here of short, short numbers, shorter than a lot of people give credit to, and uh, so if you can hang on to that cow herd and hang in there, I think these calves will continue to get higher uh, once we start growing some feed. Well, again, thank you so much to Northern Livestock Video Auctions, Ty Thompson, for joining us just uh, moments after the sale wrapped up here today in Billings. Uh, we'll continue to track all of our video sales uh, happening across uh, the West here on the Western Ag Network, on radio, TV, and our streaming platforms. Again, Ty, thanks for joining us here today. You bet, Lane. Thank you. Again, thank you to Ty Thompson for joining us and discussing the calf market here in 2022. Just a reminder that conversations like the one I just had with Ty are available on my Facebook page, Lane Nordland Ag Broadcaster. It has great visuals, and again, it's a live conversation. It's in video format. Same conversation, of course, we just heard on the podcast, but a great way to watch and see visuals from those sales as well. If you would rather watch it than listen to a podcast, that is an option. We'll be back with Shaylee Harney with the Montana Beef Council on what they are doing to help power those impacted by flood through beef. But first, this message. The National Cattlemen's Beef Association is the definitive voice of cattle producers in our nation's capital. NCBA is working on behalf of its members to protect your operation from government overreach and rising taxes. But the cattle business is under pressure, and we need every producer to join us to protect our way of life. Join NCBA today and help us protect the future of your farmer ranch. Visit ncba.org or call 866-233-3872 for more information. As we continue to survey the damage that last week's flooding had on southern Montana, so many citizens of the state have lost so much. Everything in their homes, all their food, it, uh, it's so troubling to see. But that is one thing about being from Montana. We come together and we help each other out. And I'd just like to welcome today our guest, uh, Shaylee Harney, a familiar face in the agriculture industry here in Montana. She's the executive director of the Montana Beef Council. And we're going to talk about what the Montana Beef Council and what livestock producers are doing to make sure that those impacted by the flood are, are being fed, can restock uh, their freezers, if those freezers are even working. But first off, Shaylee, uh, welcome to the program. And I, I know things uh, are pretty uh, close to you growing up in the Red Lodge uh, community. How, how are you doing here today? And uh, what are you hearing from your friends and family down around Red Lodge today? Thank you, Lane. Yes, it was very epic devastation. I can't really think of anything else to describe it any other way. Really uh, incredible to see um, and, and seeing some of that firsthand as well and, and checking it out. Um, just 
the, the water was a massive force to be reckoned with. So very devastating to see a lot of that. But as you said, Montanans come together. And so there are some resilient communities and excited to see the positive coming out of it and seeing people rebuilding and coming back together where they can. And of course, the Montana Beef Council is there to promote beef on behalf of uh, the cattlemen and women here of the state of Montana to help educate people about its uh, about the protein, how nutritious nutritious it is. But uh, at this time, uh, the Montana Beef Council is going to help coordinate uh, how to get beef uh, to these victims of uh, the flooding uh, across southern Montana. Uh, first off, Shaley, I guess how, how did this idea come about? Uh, obviously it's a great way to help people get fed but uh how did the community members uh, come together to, to really organize this and uh, how, how did the beef council start heading this off well as you can imagine there are a lot of working parts and moving parts in a disaster and a crisis uh, effort like this and there have been a lot an outpouring of support in a lot of these communities and specifically in red lodge and i do have friends and family still there. And so I was contacted and asked, you know, we, we've had all these food donations, but there's no meat, there's no protein. And that would be really helpful for a lot of these frontline workers and volunteers. And so I uh, got on the phone and made some contacts, reached out and got some, uh, some meat to be able to donate right away, delivered that on Friday, and then am coordinating more. So if you have meat that you would like to donate to help these communities, um, there it's going to help frontline workers, as I mentioned, like National Guard, as well as uh, the other agencies that are assisting in some of those community kitchens, and then also feeding community members. And then, of course, helping restock some of those that have just seen total devastation and lost everything to make sure that they have uh, some, you know, some some protein to fill their freezers and to to restock as they rebuild their lives. Now, Shaley, when we look at making these donations, uh, obviously uh, folks may have beef in their freezer or maybe they're getting a, a, a beef cut up at the uh, local butcher shop. Uh, how how what, what is the best way to decide uh, how how to get that down to uh, the folks down there in southern Montana? Sure. So if you if you are a local processor or a food distributor or a, a, if you have a, a branded product, we're really able to help coordinate those. Those are probably the quickest and easiest ways um, if you have a, 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 a process that way, if you've had it processed here um, and we can deliver that and make that available to those communities is going to be the quickest way to get help to those communities. And then we're coordinating and working on the other side for storage facilities for that. So if you have any storage capabilities, large storage capabilities, um, that can be really helpful as well to be kind of a resource and a hub for those um you know, those in need and those victims to be able to get that, as well as the kitchens and the staff that are helping prepare those meals. And now also, Shaley, as we look at, I mean, there's been so many truckloads of, of food, of, of clothing, of, of bedding to, to, to taken down to these very, uh, uh, these communities uh, that have just truly been devastated, but uh, not, not a lot of uh, fresh protein being able to get down there as well. It's, it's tough to, to transport frozen or fresh uh, beef. I understand that. So what, uh, what, what are some of the, uh, the key things, uh, how important? it is to, to be serving a, 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 a nutrient-dense 
protein like beef to, to help in these rescue efforts. And, I, and again, I'm not trying to pat ourselves on the back for, for growing this great product, but truly it is about keeping people fed and, and, uh, and strong to be able to, to carry out these efforts. Well, beef is a powerhouse of nutrition and protein, of course, is one of the nine essential nutrients that beef provides. Uh, those are essential nutrients, not just nice to have, but essential for daily living. So really helpful to keep busy people going and long hours for those. Any Anyone experiencing loss and devastation uh, really help keep going, plus those frontline workers and volunteers to make sure that they have a good meal and we're keeping uh, protein and beef on their plate to make sure that they can keep going and rebuild and be stronger and better than ever. Uh, now, obviously, so many producers from across the state of Montana have been impacted by drought. And uh, just like many, I, we had a half inch last night uh, through this morning here in north central Montana, and, and hopefully a little more is on the way. And uh, it, it is tough to watch two natural disasters occur in montana at the same time and and we kind of feel a little helpless up here in drought country but this would be a great way for producers to to maybe pool some beef together and, and make that donation and as you can see on the screen there uh shaley's phone number is on there 406-855-2857 or drop her an email at shaley at montanabeefcouncil.org but uh shaley that that this is a, a way for uh the state for producers to come together that truly are experiencing different ends of the spectrum when it comes to natural disaster right now. Yeah, and I think we saw that last year with all the fires and Montana coming together and helping out with hay donations or other essential needs that they may have had. And it, it's it's bizarre to think about the drastic differences that we're seeing in this state. And even that in a community like Red Lodge is seen with a uh, major fire last summer on Mount Maurice to uh, this summer where they're, they're flooding a 500 year flood event. So it's quite the drastic difference, but it's wonderful to live in a state and a community where Montana's Montanans do come together and help each other out and boost each other up. And I hope that uh, any tourists or anyone that's moved here can really see that resilience and what makes us one giant community in Montana. And of course, summer grilling season is coming up upon us as well. Uh, so for folks that maybe just wrapped up Father's Day, they might have got a new grill. Uh, what are some great resources for folks to be able to to share uh, uh, a meal together with each other? Because obviously it's great to have that, that beef, but uh, it's even better when people know how to cook it right. What are some resources folks can uh, uh, find more on how to cook that beef just perfectly? Right. So if you have a, a, some beef that's that's ready to be cooked up, then please visit MontanaBeefCouncil.org or BeefIt'sWhat'sForDinner.com. Those are two very great resources for you. Follow along on our social media for some wonderful ways to prepare that perfect beef meal. Make sure you have a wonderful beef eating experience and that it is going to be wonderful for you and your family and friends to enjoy. Now, again, uh, Shaylee Harney joins us. And one more time, Shaylee, on, on the details on, on how people can make a donation uh, to the through the Montana Beef Council to help our friends in southern Montana impacted uh, by drought. Uh, uh, how, how folks can make that donation or any questions that they may have, uh, uh, give, it, give a quick shout out for that again as well. 
Yes. So feel free to call me at 406-855-2857 or email at shaley at montanabeefcouncil.org. We are coordinating those efforts to make sure that those protein donations get to the communities in need and where they're needed. We're coordinating uh, in those local communities for storage capabilities and pickup and drop off as well as cooking needs and then making sure that they they get where they need to and uh, and when they need to to make sure we're doing the most good and helping out the most. So this this isn't a, a, a one day solution. It's going to take a while for these communities to rebuild. So I appreciate any support that anyone is able to provide and questions, uh, comments, please feel free to contact us at any time. We're happy to, to help and just trying to live the Montana spirit and do the most good and help each other out where we can. And uh, on a related note for uh, those of you tuning in today, just a reminder that if you have had damage on your farm or ranch, that uh, Montana USDA Service Centers are, are working to file a loss assessment report. And what, what this really is, is it helps uh, agency officials out in Washington, D.C. truly understand uh, the devastation uh, that this flooding has caused. We have head gates out. We have uh, irrigation ditches that are are just gone. Uh, obviously, the damage to, to hay, to, to commodity crops, uh, so much devastation, millions and millions and millions of dollars of agricultural input and infrastructure uh, impacted last week. Uh, I did an interview with uh, the acting executive uh, director for Montana Farm Service Agency, Les Rispins, last week. Uh, great resources. That is online at westernagnetwork.com or on our Facebook page as well. He provides a lot of good information, but as you can see, that information scrolling on your screen. If uh, uh, Make sure and contact that local USDA service center. Uh, share those pictures. It, it truly will help open the door for all these disaster aid programs and, and the, uh, the funding to be able to come in to start rebuilding our rural communities. Uh, with, with, with that note uh, set aside, Shaylee, any last thoughts, comments, or anything you'd like to share with our audience here today on the Western Ag Network? Well, appreciate the opportunity to bring this information to life and help our our local communities, our producers, and our consumers on both sides and connect everyone. And, and beef brings people to the table. So whether uh, you're visiting or volunteering or frontline worker or rebuilding, whatever your case might be, we're happy to make sure that you can have a good meal and uh, keep keep beef on your plate. Well, again, thank you so much to Shaylee Harney and all the volunteer leaders at the Montana Beef Council and for all the producers or folks at, at grocery stores or local meat processing facilities that are stepping up, making these donations. Uh, it, it's a great way, again, to support each other during these difficult times. And uh, uh, we, we know that we produce the best beef in the world here in the U.S. and particularly here in Montana, and it's a great way to support each other and uh, really look out for our neighbors. So with that, again, to donate uh, through the Montana Beef Council, contact Shaley at 406-855-2857 or drop her an email at shaley at montanabeefcouncil.org. And again, visit them online uh, for more on all that the Montana Beef Council does to promote beef here in the state of Montana. Shaley, thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you, Lane. With that, friends, that will conclude our agriculture conversations here on the LaneCast Ag Podcast. Make sure and like our Facebook page, Lane Nordland Ag Broadcaster, or visit us on Instagram as well. Have a great day. I'm Lane Nordland. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the LaneCast with Talkin' Ag, Lane Nordland. 
For more on Lane, check out his Facebook page, Lane Nordland Ag Broadcaster and NordlandCommunications.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the LaneCast on your Apple or Android devices. We look forward to joining you next time on the LaneCast.